You're listening to a previously recorded episode of The Ninja Starship. It's your boy Kel Mitchell, and you're listening to The Ninja Starship with Jimmy McKnight. Come on, get on the starship. It's going down. Yo, McKnight, let's get it. Yeah! <laughs> 12, 11, 10, 9. Ignition sequence start. 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, one. Ninja Star! What's up, Ranger fans? This is Steve Cardenas, a.k.a. Rocky the Red Power Ranger. Hey, this is Eugene Clark from George Romero's Land of the Dead. Hey, this is Jason Font from Power Rangers Time Force. Hi, this is Mike Zapsick from AMC's Comic Book Man. And this is Ming Chen, also from AMC's Comic Book Man. You are listening... And you're listening to... The Ninja Starship Podcast with Jimmy McKnight. Our favorite podcast. It has begun! Oh yeah! Woo! I am awesome! You take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole is. This hangout is now live. Ooh. We are live, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 75 of the Ninja Starship podcast. I'm your host, Jimmy McKnight, and thank you for joining us. We are coming at you a little bit different tonight. This is our first Google Hangout. After about an hour of back in the fourth figure in this, <laughs> the fuck out, we finally did. Yeah. So you are here. Thank you for joining us live. Uh, this is episode 75 we are going to be diving into the spider-man trailer that we saw you're going to see our reactions as we watch it live all together plus we're going to dive into star wars rogue one and kind of give just kind of find out a little bit more about it uh i read the star uh, star wars catalyst book some of our guests are absolute star wars fanatics so uh before we get any farther actually yes let's go around uh jay clark why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself first Hi, uh, I'm Jay, J.M. Clark, uh, the Jedi Ross. I host an elegant weapon podcast on the Points of Interest Podcast Network, as well as Podcast Detroit, as well as the Tangent Bound Podcast Network, as well as coming soon to the Never Sleeps Podcast Network. And uh, I'm just thrilled to be here, Jimmy. <laughs> and we are so happy to have you, my friend. Thank you. Uh, you know, we have... Our resident Uber driver, you don't be jealous. His homes are nice, nice, baby. The ultimate seller in real estate in Detroit, Mr. Norm Larkins, ladies and gentlemen. What up, Starshippers? What up, gentlemen? Going to get into it live today. And, of course, <laughs> my partner in pod, as always, Mr. Will Blattman. Hey, how's it going, guys? I kind of like this feel to see your face, but I'm going to smell you. <laughs> so like i said before uh we are not recording in our normal uh podcast detroit studios we are coming to you from mcknight manor we are coming to you from will's house norm's house jay's house uh but like I said, we're going to be talking Rogue One. But before we do, as we do normally, we're going to talk about our normal, uh, our, uh, our new segment. So, you guys, did you notice that uh, or did you find out the um, what the fuck was it? There's a blowjob bar in London or what was it? Oh. Switzerland? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Yes. yeah. Yeah. It, no, no, it's Switzerland. It's Switzerland. There's, there's going to be okay. a bar that it's modeled after Thailand to where you can actually go in and 
order a drink and get a blowjob. But instead of it being a human, it's a robot. Yeah, robot blowjobs. <laughs> it, it raises the question, is it cheating? <laughs> it's, it's like Westworld. No, it's yeah. not if it's a robot. Right. Hey, is a flashlight cheating? Yeah. No. It's, it's, I mean, it's basically 100% just, no. It's basically just a really fancy way to masturbate. <laughs> It's probably expensive, but yeah. Yeah. A fancy way to masturbate. Speaking of, Will, you uh, you sent me something. It was the, uh, I, you know what I think this is? This really reminds me of like uh, something that you would have in prison. You know, yeah. like this is like. It was probably. Your... Go ahead. It was probably embedded in prison. Some guy was kind of lonely. <laughs> <laughs> this is a uh, this is a prison pocket pussy. Basically, it is a rag, and then you take a tube of toothpaste, which forms, I guess, the shape of your dick. Uh, you put this to the tu- uh, tube of toothpaste inside this rag. Roll the rag up. Uh, in then, oh no, wait, I'm sorry. It's you got to get a a latex glove. A latex glove. You put the latex glove inside the fucking toothpaste. Put the toothpaste in the rag. Roll it up. Take a scrunchie, put it over the top of it, take the toothpaste out, load it up, and rock and roll. I've never tried anything <laughs> like that, though. Like, hold me. There we go. Someone's sharing that on their screen. Yeah, hey, homemade? <laughs> no, listen, dude. Like, I got my own. You know what I'm saying? But not nothing homemade. Like, I went and bought the actual fleshlight. I didn't get <laughs> my own homemade. I'm not sitting here like... I, I bet if I get a rag and a latex glove and then, yeah, like, no, no, no. I it was just, probably, I, you know. it was probably some guy who was like, I really want that flashlight, but I can't afford it. What do I have in my house right now? I'm going to make my own. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Like people come to like some weird thing. Like people have fucked some weird things. Like, I mean, it started when we were in high school, at least like for our generation with the pie fucker in American pie. But yeah. like, uh, have you ever caught any has anybody ever caught any of their friends like doing anything like that no no not fucking a pie no 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 i just had a friend that shit in dryers but i think we talked about that last week <laughs> shit in dryers on purpose like- yeah oh jay you weren't there yeah he uh this guy this guy that i used to go to high school with uh he used to shit in people's dryers at their parties and like I, I, I kind of got into the conversation like, you know, I never thought of it this way. If it was like just like the the center loader type that it would just be like, you know, you just send it in it and go. But if it was like the front loader, you would yeah. literally have to like either stick your ass all the way in the dryer <laughs> totally. or you would have to like shit on the door and then slam it shut. <laughs> wow. Dude, I, I had a friend in high school who would like shit on torrent seats. Like, we'd be at, like, a band, like, you know, oh, like, no. a size in school. And you would just, you know, lay a huge turd on a torrent seat and walk out the bathroom. <laughs> Check this out. Check this out. I had this buddy. He's no, he's unfortunately no longer with us, but uh, a good old friend from the old school days. Uh, a badass arborist in his own right. But anyways, total punk rock guy. Total hardcore at heart. So he's out at a show. Uh, in the, the city Burlington, right? It's like a like a punk rock show. This is years ago when he's a bit younger and stupider. Now uh, we have city police and provincial police, which I guess basically is like your city police and your state police. I guess. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, right. So there's the city of Burlington police. And then there are, then there's Halton region is like the OPP. Right. So our OPP is like our state troopers. So anyways, this guy comes out of this show at this place and, and he's feeling all fuck the man and rebellious, I guess, and <laughs> amped up from the show. So he decides to shit on a cop car. So there's, shit there's a, on a cop car. Yeah, yeah. So there's a there's a Halton regional like you know city like police car sitting there, and he decides to jump up onto the roof of this car and shit on it. So he does, <laughs> right? So he jumps up onto the top of this cop car, and as he's finishing the shit on the roof of the cop car, an OPP car comes driving around the corner and completely busts him, like lights right on him while shit. Hey, stop taking the shit out on that car, eh? (laughs) So they drag him down and they give him a ticket. Mm. And he was so proud of this ticket and it hung in his his locker for years. And it was, he had a ticket for defecating on a police vehicle. Oh my God. That's what it was written on. Well, that's the rock and roll right there. Like, oh, that's, yeah, yeah, that's, that's fucking metal, metal, really. That's <laughs> so uh, you know, so, uh, you know, let, let's 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 dive into it. I don't want to bury the lead anymore. Uh, where is the uh, where where is the uh, where am I finding it here? Where's our link for the Spider-Man trailer that we had? Got mine Ooh. up. I'm all good to go. All right, you guys ready? Like, I, I gotta, I gotta pull mine up here. Yeah. Hold on, I almost got it. Okay. All right, so here's gonna be our reactions. Up. Oh, fuck kombucha dog. Kombucha dog. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. you tell us what. Tell me when everybody's ready. I'm ready. This is going to be our live reaction. We've never done this before. This is all video. Like, it was all weird. Like, I totally, like, (laughs) botched this whole beginning because I'm on video now. And I'm like, (gasps) people are watching me. This is crazy. Yeah. I I think if Norm just shares his screen and plays on his screen, we can all just watch it off that one feed. Yeah, we can do that, too. Yeah, you can do that, too. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Let's do that. No, wait, no, because then it's copyright shit. Oh, oh wait, no. No, it's a no, trailer. No, wait, no. We, we can all... It. It's, it's a trailer, a trailer. I mean, we're not claiming it as our own, so there's no copyright infringement. Okay, I'm down. All right. Yeah. Go ahead. Let's do it. Yeah. Norm, you're in charge. Take the yeah. ship and control. Ready? Ready. Yep. I don't see it. <laughs> you don't see it? No, I don't see it. Sorry. Click on Norm's picture. I'm just watching it on my own here. All right. Oh, I'm going to watch it. All right. Let's start over. Let's start over. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, start over. You can't right, hear your sound anyways. So. <laughs> all right. Ready? Let's all get ready to press play. <laughs> yeah. Ready? One, two, yeah. three, go. <laughs> The eyes are still sick. It's still sick that they made his oh, eyes totally, do that. Totally sick. Yeah. 
Now, I, I like the relationship, but man. Yeah, do you think they rushed, they rushed him into the like trailer, you know? Figure? Like a father figure? Yeah. I think more like an irresponsible uncle, but yeah. <laughs> well, he's oh, like- all right, all right. I'll go with the irresponsible <laughs> uncle. I like that. It's his mentor. This is actually what mentor him. <laughs> yeah. I think he's just at the back. I love that. It's not a hug. I'm just grabbing it's not a hug. It's grabbing <laughs> <the> door. <laughs> Ooh, soccer. There he is. There's the Batman. Michael Keaton. Nice. So awesome. Yeah, I hope they really do something with them and not just a quick one yeah. shot thing. Now, I heard an interesting theory, too, we'll have to talk about after that's done about how Tony Stark's telling him not to worry about the monster, dude. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Because watch here. What? You see here this big fight that looked like a big end fight? He doesn't have his new costume on, he's wearing his old one. Oh, yeah, something could have happened. Oh, I love that uh, right there, dude. I know it's been yeah. in a couple movies. Did you see the Statue of Liberty in the I background? I love that. Yeah, no, it looks good. It looks good. See, there he is with Iron Man, which oh, is cool. But that is so dope. That's dope, dude. I don't care oh, who you are. That is killer. dope right yeah. there. That is dope. It's dope. Waiting for now, this. I, here's the thing. He had his old – so I think Tony Stark's going to tell him that, you know, to leave, leave the vulture to us, and he's not going to listen because he wants to prove himself. So maybe he doesn't get his suit or whatever because Tony takes it away because, you know, he doesn't want him fighting Vulture or whatever. So, yeah, so he'll put his old suit on and go prove himself maybe. And that's one theory. So I brought this up in a a reaction video that I put on Instagram earlier this week that do you think that Michael Keaton is going to be another disposable Marvel villain or is he going to be something that's going to be able to resurface later? Because, I mean, dude, it's Michael Keaton. All of the other... Uh, villains have been kind of no-name actors. This is Michael Keaton. I think they'll have him stick around because they'll probably do this for the long haul. And they'll want to do Sinister Six since they yeah. haven't been able to do it yet. That, yeah, that's what. And Vulture would be key to that. Yeah, I think it's going to be up to Keaton. I think I don't ke- think it matters what they if they could probably want him for every movie, but he's been yeah. notorious about not being a fan of sequels. But do you want a job working for one of the greatest movie trains you know. of all time? Well, I already did that. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, it's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, movies come on. This money he brings that year. Like, and Sinister Six makes the most sense for them to lead into. If they're going to do a Spider Man trilogy, having the first two movies build up your arsenal of villains a little bit more, and then doing the third movie as a Sinister Six makes a lot of sense. Right, right. I don't know if they'll go that far, though, because they want to do this like Harry Potter styles. They want to do this like his three years of like high school. Are his like so, you know? The, are the three movies? Series? Is that what we're doing? Sophomore yes. Freshman? Yeah. Exactly. So I don't think that they'll get to a point quite yet for a big something as big as the Sinister Six when he's only just finishing high school. I could be wrong, but I'm wondering what his involvement in even Infinity War is going to be. Like, is he going to be in Infinity War? Dude, he oh, absolutely sure he has is. to be. Yeah, like I said before, like this is something that it, he's a he's a highly anticipated and highly needed character in this mm-hmm. because all roads do lead to Thanos. They're gonna need somebody kind of like Spider Man, and they're gonna need quite a few more people, honestly, to take on someone like Thanos. Mm-hmm. Well, their big it, thing is Miss Marvel, right? Like Miss Marvel, they're gonna take Captain Marvel and make her far more powerful than she is in the comics. Like she's going to be one of the. She's going to be the most powerful yeah, yeah, that we've yeah. ever seen. 
And she's not that in the comics. And the no, reason that not. like she doesn't get her powers in the comics through through any infinity gem or anything like that, but that's how they're gonna retrocon it for her. She's probably gonna get her powers from an infinity gem, which which is gonna make her and Vision pretty much the two strongest heroes that Earth's got to offer, and the Hulk if you include the Hulk. Right. Yeah, so, you guys hear you know, that there's supposed to be a fight between Groot and Hulk? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what uh, who was it? Someone said that one of the directors, Vin Diesel, may have said it. I think it was was Vin Vin Diesel. Diesel. Yeah, Yeah. he said that there's going to be a fight between Groot and Hulk. How do you? I'm sorry. As as much as I love Groot and as much toys as Baby Groot is going to sell in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, Groot is going to whoop that ass. Or I mean, uh, Hulk is going to whoop that ass. Pretty much. I'm just saying. Yeah, well, most likely. <laughs> well, especially because like with Thor Ragnarok, that it's going to be more of Planet Hulk Hulk. So it's interesting to see exactly what they do with that. Oh yeah, he's going to fight some crazy, crazy. I can't. I'm really stoked for Ragnarok because they're also going for that '80s metal vibe. You yeah. know that '80s Thor, which is totally awesome, right? Yeah, we're I'm all for the '80s metal, dude. Like, like they need, like I apparently will even get to see his helmet more. Like he'll actually is going to put his helmet back on because we haven't seen his see him seen him even wear his helmet, which he never took off in the comics. We haven't seen him wear that since the first scene of the first Thor movie. So right, right, you know. that's true. Yeah, when he was coming down the hall to get uh to yeah, right, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. But have you ever seen Thor without a helmet? Not out of like, the, you not, know, no, only in the movies, not in the comics. He always right. had the helmet in the comics. Yeah, so you know, I think they might stick to that a bit more, which should be cool, and it'll be a lot of fun, which is what Marvel does. But I have to say, overall, with this trailer, I mean, I'm sure the movie's going to be rad, but it feels a little disappointing to me, just because I thought they'd give us a little more of the new. Like, I feel like they stuck Tony Stark in there unnecessarily. I think they should have had the balls to not use him for the trailer. I think they should have said, look, it's cool that he's going to be in our movie and it's awesome that he's helping this along. But, but I don't think... Surprised him a little bit. Yeah, I don't think they yeah, should have depended dude, on him for the trailer. You've you're, you know? you got to appeal to the casual fan. You've got to appeal to just the yeah. Marvel moviegoer fan. No, you don't. No, the, you don't. No, you yeah. don't. This is Spider-Man. No, no. 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 Dude, this is Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man transcends this entire fucking Marvel whoop to do. Spider-Man is up there with Superman as popular among the populace. You do not yeah, need to be a movie day, fan, Iron Man a comic was the fan, or and Spider-Man anything. was the A-lister. So. Spider-Man doesn't need shit. Spider-Man does not need Robert <laughs> Spider-Man does not need Stark. Like it's Spider-Man. And he should have been. They should have been able to make Spider-Man stand on his own without the aid of. But him. it's his third rendition, so well, it, it's it's stuck him in there since they keep fucking it up. You know what, well, though, no, not necessarily stuck, fucking it up, though, because they stuck this stuck him in there so people would realize, oh, it's a tie-in to Civil War, yes. tie-in to the Marvel movies, yeah. So yeah. Not, yeah. not everyone. I don't know. But it could have been a little bit of him. They didn't need to play that much of him. I, I yeah. agree with you. It should, be, it should be one scene at the most, not yeah. those three different clips of it. You know what this I think it's showing us, though, movie. too? I think it's showing us that there was a lot of shit about those other movies that wasn't that bad. Because if you just think of the action of The Amazing Spider-Man and Spider-Man 2, those two movies, 
Spider-Man did some sick, sick stuff. Like it's going to be really hard to talk what they did action wise. Like I get that like plot wise, story wise, all that other stuff absolutely can be improved upon, but the action is going to be really difficult because they, I mean, honestly, I didn't think amazing Spider-Man two was that badly. I was waiting for a third and then it just all crumbled and I didn't understand why. I I thought Andrew Garfield was an awesome Spider-Man. I did too. I thought I was ready for the third and yeah. I don't know what happened. <laughs> His Uncle Ben yeah. scene was one of the few times I've teared up in a comic book movie. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. He was an amazing Spider-Man, and I grew up in the McFarlane days, and McFarlane did Spider-Man like closer to Garfield than anything we've seen. That's my Spider-Man. Big, giant eyes and yeah. a hot-ass mm-hmm. wife. Like, yeah. you know, that's, that's my <laughs> well, Spider-Man. Right? I didn't show you a whole lot of was Mary Jane. And even then, it looks like Mary Jane isn't starting out as, like, the super popular hot girl in the school. She no, that'll grow. Yeah, she was the girl sitting at the lunch table, like... No, she wasn't in this trailer. She was in the other trailer. Yeah. So, it, it's mm. interesting about that. I don't know, overall, like, to me, like, I'm a huge Spider-Man fan, but overall, like, this trailer did not do a whole lot for me. It's just, a lot of it was stuff we've already seen in other movies. Yeah. And I'm kind of over the movie universe Peter Parker. Like, I kind of... They gave us Ma Morales' best friend in this franchise, but they only gave us Ma Morales, which kind of upsets me. So you think they should put Ma Morales in this universe? Yeah, I, I think they should have gone with a Ma Morales and just give us... Maybe they will. Maybe they'll give us a team up down the line. And because they've out. already screwed up Spider-Man so many times, this is the first <laughs> time where it's actually leaning towards they're doing it right. I mean, right. they had they had it right already with Andrew Garfield. Be it as it may, there was problems yeah. with those two movies. No, no, there's problems with every movies. But get the fuck out of here. We're like I said, we're <laughs> in a time where we are seeing all these people on screen. This is the time when we get to actually see our heroes in a multi million dollar production on screen. Just enjoy it. This is the yeah. first time we're going to see Peter Parker as he's supposed to be told as a teenager in this in this universe. Give it give it a couple years. Miles Morales will come eventually, if not sooner than I'm, I'm talking. He might come quick, man. It might just get hit with us all of a sudden. They might mm-hmm. jump timelines. You don't even know. And he might be in another timeline of Spider-Man. And again, we're talking about this trailer, right? We're not. This movie's probably going to come out and blow our minds. And there'll probably be shit in it we haven't seen. Hopefully, that's why the trailer's not that. Oh, it's going to be great, man. Because they don't want to give too much away. But, you know, like. Yeah, it's going to be way more lighthearted and funny than anything we've been getting. and But that's the only thing I'm regretting about not having Garfield because that guy brought some depth to that fucking role. Like that guy yeah, had some did, awkwardness. Dude. Was He was so awkward and it was just, it was great. But, you know, I think this movie is going to be great. I think it's going to be awesome. I just the trailer's a bit of a, a mishmash. It's not, there was nothing, there was no moment. You know, most trailers have that moment. Like, even the Guardians of the Galaxy 2 trailer, for me, the moment was Baby Groot's little gasp. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Goes, that, oh, and he goes, oh. that was the best part yeah. of that whole trailer. That, watch that that trailer? I was sold, man. I was sold, you know? Man, that, that looks like an awesome movie, too. I know, man. I was, I've been waiting for Guardians of the Galaxy too. Oh, like so I, I, this, this Guardians of the Galaxy by far is my absolute favorite Marvel movie out of everyone they they put out. Guardians of the Galaxy tops number one. 
hundred percent here. Yeah, I think I'd agree. I think, uh, although, man, I loved Civil War. Civil, Civil War, War was, was great, great, man. Movie, man. Civil War is well, probably a, a, a real close second. Yeah. Although Winter Soldier is amazing too, man. You know, I would have never really thought is. that Captain America would have been the best of the movies because I always thought it was the lamest of the comics, the lamest of the heroes. He was, though. He was, he was the, the total spangled banner dude, you know. <laughs> but then they ended up making his movies like the best of them all. The smartest thing they did was go retro with it and actually mm-hmm. start properly with like you know, World War II and everything. But it's going to be interesting to see where Phase 4 goes. I think it's going to get to a point where if – I'm not going to say the bubble's going to burst, but they'll get to a point where fans will not accept this disconnection because they're as much as Marvel's trying to make it happen, the fans are not letting the X-Men die. They're not letting it happen. And they are mm-hmm. never going to shut up about reuniting this universe. It's never going to not stop. Like, not until they do it. Yeah, but I mean, Marvel like Marvel is yeah. necessarily trying to kill them. Like Marvel just announced a whole new, like a whole complete new line of X Men comics. Like yeah, which are going to be in their years. own separate universe that are going to be I, I, unto themselves, which is like taking I'm, away decades of fucking history, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm excited for the new X Men comics. That anything at all, it's great. I mean, they they they, uh, they kind of made a point through at this point. It's it's they're about to launch that Inhuman show, and they have all this other stuff. Like, if you introduce the X Men into the this Avengers universe right now, there'd be so little screen time for most of those characters, anyways. Which I think is maybe a good thing. I think smaller doses are what's getting people excited and happy. We didn't get tons of Black Panther; we got just enough. Yeah, yeah. right. You know what I mean? Well, they, so well, I think it kind of. Here's my disappointing thing, though, is that Fox still has them. Even though we're going to get a finally get a fucking X-Men reboot, Pretty Boy Jack Human is no longer in the way. I've had to deal with 20 years of this guy's fucking tap dancing bullshit as Wolverine. And they're still not going to do it right. Wow. If, if Marvel, you know, if Marvel wow. gets them back... If Marvel gets them back, they would do it right. You know what they would make? They would make the uncanny X-Men, and Wolverine would be four feet tall and doing a proper berserker rage like we've not yeah. ever yet still seen. They can still do that. He's done. I mean, Hugh Jackman's do done. It, though. Fox, that's what I'm saying. No, is I don't think Fox Marvel. is going to do it as well as Marvel would. I, I, see, I, Marvel, I Fox won't do it as well as Marvel. But, see, Marvel, Marvel wouldn't go R with it, so you wouldn't get a lot of blood, and you wouldn't get see a lot. You would see a lot of... Off camera, Fox stuff. isn't good either, though. Fox is going R with with Logan, and in after yeah, but not they won't with an X Men franchise because they want everyone to be able to go see that. I don't know, man. Like with, with how well Deadpool did for them, and Logan does well for them, I think they could lean towards doing an R X Men movie, or at least rumors X Force might be R. And you put that would be Wolver- cool. You yeah, put Wolverine and X Force, like if they do the Christopher Yost um, X Force run, like you're. Looking at a pretty sweet X Force Wolverine led team. Yeah. Well, aren't they talking about doing the '90s version of the X Men next? Yeah. Well, they don't know what they're gonna do. It's gonna be a complete reboot at some point. They don't. I don't think they have any clue. They just want to use X twenty three probably, so they don't have to recast Wolverine. But here's check this out. What a perfect situation to have Deadpool. You take Deadpool. And you use the meta awesomeness of Deadpool as a way to introduce the X Men into the Marvel universe. Yeah, yeah. that would be right? great. I'm would, how that. funny would I'm it be 
in a, in an Avengers movie with like the Avengers we know, and then a whole new bunch of X Men in that movie, and Deadpool standing in the middle of them, just like confused as shit, <laughs> being like, "Where's Hugh?" Like, and that breaks the fourth wall and looks at us. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then it can just be dismissed. People are like, "Where'd all these mutants come from?" And maybe they were just hiding out. You know, all right. they didn't want people. They saw how they saw how the world reacted to inhumans. Well, in this podcast, all roads lead to Star Wars. Rogue One comes out this Friday. And Power Rangers. And Sorry. What? No, it doesn't. No, all it doesn't. Lead to Star Wars and Power Rangers with us. <laughs> Yeah, oh, you true. think it comes out this Friday? I'm like, no, they don't. No, they don't. Them's be fighting words, Norm. Rogue One, let's do it. Rogue One, we're going to break into Rogue One for you guys. Uh, Rogue One, this is, uh, for those that don't know, for those that are, you know, are still kind of confused on exactly what Rogue One is, Rogue One is the first anthology movie that Disney is putting out that takes place between episode three and episode four of star Wars. Uh, this, this is introducing us to all new characters. This is taking us into a whole new arena of star Wars that no one has ever been before. No one has ever tasted. I mean, I mean, people have seen it now there's, there's reaction now and all the reactions have been positive, but this is, this is a new form of Star Wars. Like, like, like we've had we've had meatloaf Star Wars. Now we're getting Star Wars with meatloaf and uh, carrots and celery. You know what I mean? It's like it's like <laughs> a brand new version. We're going into a new realm. Um, I'm excited for this because it, it's really a chance for them to separate themselves from the saga films and really be their own thing. Like this is supposed to be very uh, based on 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 human based on. Uh, uh, trials of war yeah, um, rebels not jedis right 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 there's there's as far as it as far as i understand as far as it goes into jedi um uh, there's like the spiritual type warrior played by donnie yen and mm-hmm. i believe uh Chiret is the guy that Chiret is who yeah. donnie yen is playing um mm-hmm. this guy's blind and he's a badass and he's it's like it's not sure if he's force sensitive he may be force sensitive he's not he's not He's not. He's you not. know for he's sure. How do you know for sure? Yeah, he's officially not force sensitive. He's just wow. a badass martial arts guy, and wow, he believes sweet. in the force. I like that better, him. dude. Yeah. yeah, but he believes that in, planet it. He believes on, in it. Yeah, uh, that planet uh, they're on is kind of like uh, it's like Jetar or something like that, and yeah, it's yeah, a mecca. Yeah, it's yeah, a holy. Yeah. It's a holy planet because it's a kyber farm. There's a ki- uh, it's a Jetta, full of kyber Jetta. crystals. It's J E D H A Jetta. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's so a, strictly no so Jedi. Yeah. Just Darth Vader is the only one we get, right? So well, that's far, towards the, the yeah, that, but that, as far as I know about Maybe. Vader, no, no, no. He's his he's in this bitch. But as far as I know about Vader, he's like a he's gonna be more of a looming character. He's not gonna be a a, a prominent he's going to be a prominent character, but you're not going to see a lot of him toward till towards the end. See him. <laughs> have you guys, have you not read the reviews? Story. Have you read, have you, no, has anybody yet. read the reviews? No, okay. No, no, I'm trying to go in surprise. I, I read nope. catalyst, but that's, huh. the, the, yeah, that's it. Oh uh, yeah. No, there's some Vader in this flick kids. Oh, there is. They got to give you some, they have to give you some Vader, oh. and some, 
classic characters to get the. I mean, I thought it was without Jedi, without the Force. This was just for the Rebels and let them have their movie for once. And okay, check this out. You remember how they said that like Spider Man would show up in Civil War? We'd get a little taste of him. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's what's going to happen with Vader Vader in this one. I think we're going to be expecting a lot less than we're actually going to get. Because all I'm going to say, and this is not spoilery in any way, because this is all anybody's talking about, but apparently the end of this movie is legendarily epic. It's one of the best Star Wars scenes ever is the finale of this movie. People are talking about it. What does it lead to, like, four hours before the, the number six? Number four, I'm sorry. Four hours Hour? before the first. I thought that's what they said. Four hours before the other. Oh, yeah, it comes close. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It comes very, very close. And we're going to get a lot of surprises, I think, because they're ta- they also talked about how much more of the prequels is in this than we realize. Wow. Like, it's a beautiful bridge between the, the, the two sagas, apparently. And there's going to be some surprises, uh, you know, and there's lots of prequel stuff that's in this movie, um, including... No. There's a huge rumor that people couldn't believe and thought was just ridiculous. Uh-oh. But there's a couple of Gungans have been spotted in this movie. Oh, nice. No, I mean, yeah. it makes sense because they, they have to, Disney has to work hard and Lucasfilm has to work hard to make the prequels fit their original trilogy, which is one thing that I think they did with The Force Awakens. They threw in some of that Clone Wars stuff to kind of tie totally it Totally did. And one of the best scenes was the Crash Clone Ship. Yeah. 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 Yeah, this movie totally. makes perfect sense for them to do that. Um, now, as far as Jedi's, though, also, there's a screenshot of the Rebel fleet about to attack. And if you look to the bottom left corner of this screenshot... Say it. Say it. The ghost. Yeah, yes! I saw that. That looks so strange. Right? Like, and this is a perfect yeah. movie to tie in Star Wars Rebels. What are you talking about ghosts? What ghost? The ghost Star Wars Rebels. 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 The Star Wars Rebels. On the cartoon. Right? Man, the cartoon. I didn't watch that cartoon shit. You haven't watched Star Wars Rebels, man? Oh, Jimmy. (laughs) Jimmy, you're missing out, man. It's it's worth watching. Listen, are you talking about that show that's on Disney XD? Yes. Yes. Dude, that animation is so damn bad. And listen, I heard... Oh, no, you don't. I, I will go there. I heard people tell me, like, oh, no, listen, the first season's really for kids. After that, it gets really, really good. And Darth Maul's back. It does. Yeah, it's no, really no, no, amazing no, 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 now. No, 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 no. Blah, blah, blah. That animation yeah. sucks. Hey, we it's, can listen. spoil it if you want us to spoil it. <laughs> it's not about the animation, dude. You don't watch South Park for the animation. You watch it for the jokes. Yeah. Right? <laughs> You no, watch I watch it because the animation shitty, and it goes with it because it has a, South Park has a shitty attitude about it, so the shitty animation <laughs> works with it. Star okay, Wars is epic. The animation should to, be epic. Oh, dude, I'm going to send you a YouTube link <laughs> to. There's a fight. A, you know Ahsoka, how it was Anakin's uh, paddle. Oh, yeah, 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 I watched, yeah. I watched that fight today, dude. So there's a fight. Oh. Last season ended with a fight between Ahsoka and Vader. Yeah, and dude. there's a moment when she realizes he's Anakin and it's heavier than a lot of the movies. Like this cartoon is crazy. So if the ghost, their ship in rebels is called the ghost and it's in one of the battles in rogue one, you can see the ghost. And they in, got like two the... of the last Jedi on that ship. So exactly. we're really excited to find out what the f- happens. Exactly. To exactly. So there may be Jedi. There may be not, but there are still Jedi in the galaxy. How do I know about any of this? 
That's you don't have watching, to though. show. Yeah. <laughs> it's, man. I mean, there's, right. there's so much potential for the this movie to be the bridge and the gap for so much stuff to help bring everything in. I mean, yeah. Outside just, of Forrest Whitaker playing Saul Guerrero. Saul Guerrero, who is from Star Wars, who is from yeah, the he's, cartoon. He's, Clone Wars. Yeah, he was. He yeah, was that character is from Wars. the Clone Wars. When he was right, young. I understand that. Yeah. I understand. I had to rewatch that. Yeah, I forgot about that. This is what, 40 years after that is when this is taking place? No, I don't think like, it's that. No, it's not that 20, far. It's 20 years. 20 well, years? It's no, it's 15. No, hold on. Yeah, it, Star it's, Wars it's Rebels. Cool, buddy. <laughs> Seven times forty-three. No. Wait, what? <laughs> well, you, you gotta look at it this way: Luke Skywalker is supposed to be roughly about twenty in A New Hope. He's born at the end of at the end of Revenge of the Sith, so it's roughly twenty years. Rebels is supposed to take place about fifteen years from Revenge of the Sith. It's fourteen years for Rebels. Rebels is fourteen. Leia was on the show; she was fourteen. Yeah. And, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, they are 18 in A New Hope. So there's four years in between the Rebels cartoon and A New Hope for yeah, shit and, to and happen. And yeah. Rogue One takes place roughly hours before A New Hope starts. So Yeah. So it could be Let's interesting, see. you know? Leia yeah. could be in this movie, no problem. Oh, I don't think they're going to I don't think they're going to touch on anything in the saga outside of Darth Vader. Uh, there's already been rumors of like Hayden Christian showing up, and there's been rumors of the guy that's supposed to play uh, Han Solo showing up, and there's been like none of that shit's true. Like, no, there. I think oh, yeah? Darth Vader's okay. the only thing that they're gonna put in there for the fact of, hey, they really need to sell this, so let's throw Darth Vader in there. Well, haven't you heard the reason that uh, maybe not specifically this movie, but as far as it goes, there might be a little clip in this, but. There's a reason they're not letting them make Obi Wan solo movies yet. Yeah, that's, and that's apparently it's because reason. they're not done with him in the saga. Yeah, it, it, it's very tied heavily yeah. to a main character's backstory. Yeah, and so they, they can't explore his backstory until that's revealed. Yeah, how so, much so, more of a backstory does he need? Right. Like we have him in the first three prequels, and then he shows up as an old man. Like, are we gonna like? Middle-aged Obi Wan is that yes. what we're going for? Yes, yes. His time in the desert. His time, his time in the desert. His time looking after Luke. All the adventures he had. Yeah, they already That's made that movie. It's called The Ten Commandments. It, ch- it starts Charlton Heston. All right, I'm, I'm, I I don't give a damn about that time. It's like you're not picking up the hints at all, dude. You're not getting the, what the rumor mill is saying. All right, enlighten me, please. It's the rumor is it's he is Ray's grandfather. No, he's not. That's yeah. that's the rumor. Yeah, that's the rumor. That's the rumor. So they can't they can't enlighten. So yeah. it's somewhere after um So we just abandoned that Luke is her father. That's for yeah, sure not. That's for They've sure said that's, that's not. Yeah. She um, is not a Skywalker. They've said that. She's not a Skywalker. They, they said that no one in, in episode seven is her parents. Yeah. And so, but Obi-Wan has, is the reason he says, Ray used the force. And they use both. Which is Obi-Wan why we haven't seen the story. Gotcha. 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 So exactly. It would be good. So that's it, a so real reach. I'm just saying. It is a reach, that's but it would be good. 
I'll take it if they can do it good. No, I mean, is, is that what's coming next? Is episode eight coming next, or are we getting Han yeah. Solo next? Episode eight. Eight. Okay, Because yeah, 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 you know what they did for that Obi-Wan voice thing, too? They actually, they took, uh, it was a gift. They gave this to JJ on his birthday, and it was one word. It was an audio clip of one word. They had taken Alec Guinness saying a certain word and changed it into him saying Ray. And they gave that to him as a gift because they were getting Ewan to do it already. And as a gift, they, you know, Jerry rigged his voice and gave it to Obi-Wan. Just one word. And that was Alec Guinness saying the word Ray. And then they spliced those all up. And that's what you hear in the force, uh, in the force vision that she has is you hear both Obi-Wans actually talking to her. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It's, 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 it's all signs are pointing to Obi-Wan's grandfather and mixture Kenobi. So you I don't guys know, always man. let me know that I need to delve into this shit a lot more than I do. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm way over my head. I'm <laughs> way too. over my head. You know. Well, here's Jimmy. Yeah, here's where I'm, I'm out. Talk about the book, because I st- I haven't read any since the Disney takeover. I haven't read any books. The last book I read dude, was I- Palpatine or Darth Plagueis, and I read yeah. like the thirty books before it. Let me tell you about how short of a conversation this is going to be. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) As far as Catalyst goes, uh, listen, I I, I really don't have time to read anymore. So I do everything audio book. I do everything through audible. Um, This book. And and even from talking to Josh, uh, Josh Ram, host of top rope review uh, on POI network and podcast Detroit. Plug, plug, plug. Uh, He, uh, he read it, dude. And even he was like, dude, it was kind of really boring and it was dry. And Okay. That was just if you read it. Now, imagine having that read to you because that's pretty much where I was. Like, I got about, I want to say, almost halfway through the book, and I was just tuning out, and it was just background noise. Oh, yeah. Like, I was not interested anymore, and I'm just like, I I, I don't care. I'd rather just watch the movie. I could give a shit less. Like, it brought up, uh, it it brought up um, uh, 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 Jen Erso's father, um, Who's Ma- uh, Maz Nicholson's character right, in this right. in this movie? Um, it it kind of delves into a few people's backstories, but dude, for the, for the most part, it was just real dry, real lame. That's I, disappointing. I, 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 I couldn't get it. Yeah, maybe maybe if I, I had to actually read it, read it, then something would happen. But just listening to it, like I said, I just I kind of right. tuned out, and I was like, I'm right. I have a giant question about this movie, and that's remember episode two, Attack of the Clones, right? Mm-hmm. Where they yeah. initially very first get the Death Star plans from the Geonosians. Like, remember it was the Geonosians, the bug people and with the arena that the Jedi army came? Oh, yeah, they got it from Jedi there. Army. And they said if they if they figure out what we're planning to build, we're in trouble. And then Tyrannus is like, I will take it to my master. And that's he how ran off with it. That's how Palpatine gets it. So that's the initial plans. Are they going to, do you think they just ignore that and move on? Or do you think there might actually be a reference to that? Because we know that Mads Mikkelsen is basically the chief designer. Like he's the guy who uses kyber crystals, which are the lightsaber crystals. He uses them to form the technology to make the Death Star work. But will they acknowledge that that was actually taken from the Geonosians or they'll probably just ignore it? I think they're acknowledging it in some way. And, and I think some of what you'll have to do too is how to probably take the, their their plans and somehow make it more doable for the empire and what the empire can afford to right. do. The Geonosians seemed like to be a little bit more 
of advanced race than some of the other races in the galaxy and probably has a little bit different tech, you know? Right, right. So Yeah, because that had, like, separatist backing at the time, so it was, like, a whole bunch of systems and stuff. But, you know, because Jimmy Smith is in this. Like, Bail Organa is fully in this movie. He's the big connection between the prequels and this one. Yeah. Like there's no one there's no one from the from the saga films in this movie but there's prequel people which is awesome. Yeah, it makes I mean it makes sense too them use this as the bridge. And I mean probably the problem with the original trilogy is it was made before Lucas really knew where he wanted the prequels to be and go with it. Yeah. Even a lot of the earlier books that first came out in like the 80s and in the early 90s, when they were talking about the Clone Wars, it's completely different than what the Clone Wars actually were. They had to do a lot of retcons in the books to make the prequels fit in with the yeah. book canon. Yeah, in the books, the, the Death Star was created in the Maw installation. Yeah. By this, uh, by Kui Cux, the, uh, she was uh, one of the Empire's like alien scientists. And it was this like star cluster called the Maw installation. Ooh. And that's where the Empire built all their super weapons, and that's where they built the Death Star initially in the books, right? Yeah. So but how, did they say how they got the plans to her to build it or to? Yeah, they never went on? that far. No, they never yeah. went that far with because. Uh, hey, maybe yeah, this they never went that, that part too. Man, I, I feel like I've gone to school right now. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> like, no, this has gone so far into like I'm just I don't even. Go ahead, dude. Go too bad, Josh. This is just y'all show at this point. He knows so, <laughs> so much crap. Like it's ridiculous. Man, there's dude. 25 years of novels and comic books that people have no clue about. You know, that's why it was so yeah, hard well, for me yeah. to let go they because don't exist anymore, which sucks. But I did read. So, so I read Aftermath, which is one of the first books that came out after Force Awakens, and he did something like where one of the characters in Aftermath. They came out afterwards and said he's one of the X-wing pilots in Force Awakens. So that's a, a tie-in to, um, you know, to Force Awakens and the book. So I, I think Lucasfilm is going to push hard to tie, you know, Rebels, tie the books and all this stuff into the films more, which would be good. Well, Thrawn, they brought that was brilliant. Yeah, that's brilliant to not. Yeah, but I talked Thrawn. about this on IT and the D the other day. How do you get rid of the entire? Uh, uh, novel universe and, and Arc Horse universe and all that kind of stuff, but still bring back Thrawn. They well, found a way. What, they explained. Well, that, that's what they did. Was yeah. was they they said this doesn't work, but we're still going to pull the characters and the stories we like from it and make it our own. Which is basically yeah, we'll cherry pick it. Yeah, yeah, which is basically what they did for Episode Seven because in in the the old canon, Han and Leia had several kids, and one of those kids became a Sith Lord. Hence Darth Sadus, yeah, yeah, which which heads you have Kyle Ren now, so it, it, you know they're they're picking and choosing some of the stuff, and they named him Ben. Ben was Luke and Mara Jade's son. son Luke yeah. and Mara Jade yeah. had a son named Ben Skywalker. Han and Leia had two had twins, Jason and Jaina, and then had a younger kid, Anakin Solo. So there was Jason and Jaina Solo, and Anakin Solo, and Ben Skywalker. So that was the next generation. Of Star Wars, and these kids grew up, and there was a whole series of novels. I'm on the shelf over there, the Je- the New Jedi Order series, where they go to their Uncle Luke's academy, and they have to learn how to be Jedi from Uncle Luke. And Uncle Luke goes around the galaxy, and he joins, brings all these new apprentices it's together. It's crazy and- how they have all these stories, and they have to pick and choose what the hell are we going to do with all of this. 
Yeah, yeah I mean, he's he's the it's me, almost yeah. like they have an endless supply yes. of just greatness. Really? Yeah. Oh, they do. They yeah, really they do. They can just pick and choose from all awesome shit. Yeah, yeah, and they will, which is which is a cool thing. They've they've only done one thing that's really pissed me off out of all of this so far, uh, and I think they made a huge mistake with the lightsaber colors. Because Why? They, what do you mean? Yeah. Originally, a lightsaber's color came from its crystal, right? right? There was there was green and blue lightsaber crystals, and one was more of the knowing force, and one was more of the living force. Kyber crystals, correct? Yes, yes. There was the unifying force and the living force, right? The blue, the blue lightsabers were of the uniform, uh, the unifying force, which was more like the actual warriors, like the knights. Mm-hmm. And then the green ones, green lightsabers, are more of the living force, more like hippies and like masters, like Yoda and Qui Gon, right? Okay. So okay. the a red crystal. The reason a Sith's crystal was red was that it was synthesized. There's no such thing as a real red crystal. They made their own. That's why Siths are distinctly always red. Now, what they've done now is they've made it where all crystals are clear, and then once the Jedi puts it into the lightsaber and lights it for the first time, the Force channels through them, and whichever type the sorting hat decides they fucking are, that's the color that comes out of the lightsaber because of their own emotional reaction. Okay, now see, like I'm very like uh, uh, dedicated to a warrior and his color. Like I'm a huge Power Ranger fan, so red crystal goes to the red guy. Okay, green crystal yeah. goes to the green guy. Um, this right. this clear thing being like a, a, a almost like a translucent medium to to your to your weapon. I I, I get yeah. it, but that's almost like way too hippie for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, exactly. Same thing for me because it also changed something major. Now now what they say is why was Mace Windu's lightsaber purple? purple. Now they yeah. say it's because he was kind of part of the dark side because his fighting style that he invented, it's called Vapod, and it touches very close to like the dark side techniques. So that's what they're saying. But here's the re- in the books, the reason he got that crystal was because he was on this planet when he was younger and he had to save... Uh, this entire civilization who were doomed for whatever reasons. So he had to go on like these Herculean trials and like fight this, like, you know, stop this volcano from blowing up. This is Mace Windu. Yeah. So when he finished this like Herculean task, the, the city, the village, they gifted to him one of their most prized possessions. And it was a purple Kyber crystal. That was like one of the rarest in the universe. So basically the reason Mace Windu used to have purple was because he was more badass than anybody and he earned this crystal. He earned it, right? And now they're saying it's purple because he's got a lot of dark side in him. And I think that's bullshit. I think Mace Windu was so light side that it was like like just like militant light side. Do you know what I mean? Like don't fuck around. Like so I'm not. That's the one thing they've done. I'm not happy with is fucking with the reason behind lightsaber crystals. Yeah, I, I I'm, I'm kind of, uh, I'm kind of partial to the original light, to the original uh, yeah. kyber crystal. You know, honestly, yeah. like, I like that way more. I don't, I don't like where they're going with it now that you brought that up. Yeah. No, 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 no. And they've had to change a few things because of it, and it's fucking stupid. <laughs> so you were saying like when there was, you're saying like. Uh, there was like the the two sects of Jedi. Like there was like the life force and the what else for it? The unifying force and the living okay. force. 
Okay, yeah. and then where does where does this come in? Because this is the first time I've ever heard of this. But I've all I've yeah. noticed that there was the blue lightsabers, and then there was the green lightsabers. And I've heard right. Jedi Knights, but I always figured like once you were a Jedi, like you were a Jedi Knight. I didn't know that there was two different. No, ways you, you are could a go. Jedi Knight. You are a Jedi Knight, and it's nothing official. Like there's no rank to this. They're just in philosophy. There's these two main Jedi philosophies of the Force. There's the unifying force and the living force, which both coexist. It's not like one denies the other. It's just you as a person or an individual Jedi, you would tend more to one or the other. So when you did go into the crystals caves, when you did go to Ilum to get your crystal, Mm -hmm. you would be attracted to whichever crystal was more you. So you either picked a blue or green crystal, as can be seen in the Clone Wars cartoon. Then later retconned in the Rebels cartoon for different reasons and stuff. So, you know, sorry, not the in the Clone Wars cartoon, it was they went to clear. But, but remember the back uh, when they made those the actual animated cartoon Clone Wars cartoons, the Tartakovsky, Garth Tartakovsky, the guy who did Samurai Jack. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 He made he made those he made those that hour worth of two minute episodes, and they would play like once a week on MTV for like two minutes on Cartoon Network and shit. On those in those cartoons, they go to Ilum to get their crystals and shit, and they're they're all different colors. And then Grievous attacks them, and a bunch of them are like in the cave, and the cave caves in, and they all go into like meditation mode, and all these crystals are floating around them, keeping the cave from crashing in on them through the force right Right, and all the crystals it's this rainbow room of crystals because the master's taking their padawan there and the padawan finds their crystal through the force like goes into meditation the crystal comes to them and then they assemble their lightsaber so they've retconned that to where they have to earn it they find their silk they find their crystal because they learn a lesson and all crystals are clear and then once you light your lightsaber for the first time the force flows through you and determines what color that crystal will be. Mm. And it's silly. So given the choice, <laughs> all right, given, given the choice, pull, pulling, out of, pulling out of all this, but given a choice, Sith or Jedi, what would you pick? Jay, go. Jedi. Why, so you're telling me that you would never drink, you would never have sex, you would never do any of that again, you would be Jedi. That's, no, 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 no. That's... <laughs> Obi-Wan, as seen in several scenes of Star Wars, enjoys himself a drink now and then. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Right? Because there's responsibility and there's all this. I mean, it's it's more ideas are forbidden. They don't have rules like you can't smoke, you can't drink, you can't whatever. So I would absolutely be Jedi, man, because Jedi are just they, you know, fucking. So Jedi you still can you can still <laughs> indulge, you just can't. What no, just we can't get wasted? <laughs> yeah, see, it's about I couldn't do that. I'd be Sith. Yeah. I'd be like, I'm drinking this whole. No, you could get. Well, the Sith wouldn't do that, though. That's the thing. You yeah, the, the Sith. The Sith wouldn't want to get drunk because it would not do anything. The Sith's all about power. So getting yeah, drunk so it's about greed power. and power. There's one that one to have the power and the other to crave it. That's the rule of two, right? So, so if you crave power, then you're a Sith. Yeah, I'm a Sith. Well, not as you know. It's, <laughs> it's well, where you at, well, the Jedi's though. There are Jedi's who want to. Jedi's have power, and they want to improve themselves and, and become. You know, it's 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 all about 
whether or not you put others in front of yourself or if you're just yeah. completely Oh, I do that all the time. I do that all the time. Yeah. It's about yeah. being selfless, right? It's yeah, totally either I mean, selfish I'm, I'm Sith still, or selfless, I'm selfless Jedi. Can be, but like I want to be rich as fuck too. You know what I'm saying? So well, that unfortunately have, like, is am a I a gray Jedi Jedi? then? Am I a, am I a gray Jedi? I don't think okay. you're either. Honestly, <laughs> I, I don't believe in that gray Jedi bullshit. Jedi. Why there it's has to be a gray Jedi. dude? Listen, there's black, there's white. Well, no, and your personal favorite color, gray. You know what you are? You're more like one of those other sects, man. You're more like a black sun pirate, or like something like that. Because like not all be force a pirate. users. I'm Jedi. down with pirates, right? Like not all force users were Jedi or Sith, right? There was the witches of Dathomir, right? Like, there's a whole bunch of sects of different people that use the Force, not just Jedi. I don't Jedi know any of Sith. those. I only know Jedi yeah. and Sith. Well, there's tons of them. There's plenty of other places. There's planets with, you know, specific. There's this one creature that grows on this planet. It's like a little fuzzy kind of squirrel type creature. Uh, I think you call it, I think it's pronounced like Yasimilari or something. And it actually. If a Jedi is near it, it takes away, it sucks out force powers, not permanently, just while you're near it. Okay. So you could actually, yeah. So there's actually so certain like, creatures that, Jedi. like, it doesn't, no, it doesn't hurt them. It just all of a sudden your powers are gone. Oh. Like, if you're within a, the radius of this creature, you can't use the force anymore. It blocks you from the force. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So That's there's crazy. all types, yeah, there's all types of force creatures, force this, force that. You know, Jedi and Sith are just two portions of a big soup of force fun. Right. Like this is a, this is such an expanded universe. Like just like Will, I had no idea you knew even this much about it, but like you guys have definitely taken over like straight up. I had no idea we were going to go this far. Like this is so fucking exciting. <laughs> well, what are you, Jedi or Sith, Will? Oh, I'd be Jedi. Gotcha. What about you, I'm Norm? A Jedi. I'm Sith all day. I love my dark side. I love being mad, hatred, anger. Oh my god, I would obliterate some shit. I know. I want to be. I want to be a mafia boss. That's what I'm saying. Yes. <laughs> Give me all the women's, all the money, all the power. Let's go. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Listen, Jamie, you like this one. I don't know why it just came to mind, but there's one. Uh, there's a Star Wars novel where Han Solo and Chewie get. <laughs> trapped in these spice mines mm -hmm. and they meet a bunch of slaves and they meet this kid Kip Duron and this kid Han realizes this kid's force sensitive right mm -hmm. so he gets uh, he takes him with him when he escapes because he takes him back to Luke's academy and he's like here train this kid right his training doesn't go well this kid gets seduced by uh, an evil Sith Lord living on Yavin 4 in this temple uh -huh. So what does this kid do? This kid goes to Darth Vader's remains and gets his suit and puts it on and goes batshit oh. crazy. Oh, goes and <laughs> yeah, he goes and steals this weapon called the Sun Crusher that okay. shoots this thing into suns and makes them explode. And he okay. goes and tries to do this, and Luke's got to stop him. And that's what that's just one novel in the new Jedi series. It's all about this kid, Kip Duron. And wow. you know Han finding him, and Luke got to bring him back from the dark side. But yeah, he goes batshit crazy, and he goes and gets the burnt up Vader suit and puts it on, and starts flying around the galaxy, fucking shit up. That was pretty badass. <laughs> That's crazy. That should be a, that should be the next yeah, movie, yeah. right? That's a, <laughs> you know how old the the uh, the expanded universe is, man? Forty thousand years. What? 
Yeah, it goes back 40,000 years, the galaxy, man. It's not just like, you know, sure, the Republic goes back, I think, 4,000 years, but the actual history of that universe that you can read up on, right, right, right. like going back to like the dawn of the Jedi and shit, we're talking 40,000 years, man. God damn, dude. That's like, I, I don't have time for that. <laughs> That's crazy. Well, there's, it's uh, uh, Episode four is the zero year. So a new hope is zero year. So you've got BBY and you've got ABY. So you've got before the battle of Yavin and after the battle of Yavin. Oh, right, right, right. So basically, right. Right. So Luke was basically born in uh, 18 BBY, 18 years before the battle of Yavin. Okay. And you can go all the way back to 40,000 BBY. God damn. Yeah. So what what are some (laughs) of the things that you guys are looking forward to? Uh, at, at least seeing in this movie, like what, what are some of the things that you guys are really hoping that are at least going to kind of fulfill your, 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 your star Wars fancy while you're there. I'm looking forward to the surprises. Cause I think there's going to be cool ones. <laughs> I, I think there's going to be some cool, cool stuff. We're not expecting man. Yeah. I, uh, I, I kind of got a, I got to look at some of the uh, the new um, the new aircraft that's going to be in this. It looks like uh, we're going to have a new version of the Tie Fighter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The same that's not the one that they just talked about in Rebels, is it? I don't know. Um, I didn't. I don't know anything about Rebels. I'm a little behind on the Rebels. Well, I mean, it, it's you got this. They do for toys and marketing. You know, right. you, you make that new ship. You put the new ship out and Lego models, Star Wars models. You know, you, you, every every Star Wars movie you get a new ship. It's it's their standard. That's so pretty sweet. Oh, you know, so. I'm, I'm excited to hopefully remember everybody's name because there's a lot of characters I've never heard of that I'm well, excited that's the thing to get too, to know. Is you know? Even with these characters that we've never heard of, like with there being all these characters that we've never heard of, this is going to be a movie that's going to have to do such a good job as far as to like making us care about these characters that we have no idea really about. Like, I'm sorry, but the catalyst thing really didn't do it for us. Like Galen Urso, Jen Urso's father. And, and uh, none of that really, really matters. Like we're going to have to see this on screen. And as long as they can tell a good story and, and do a good cinematic job as far as to bonding us to these characters for this, then it'll it'll be a hit. Otherwise, like if we don't care about these characters, this movie's gonna just. Well, it's oh, it's good. Well, it's a it's a war movie, right? Like it's a wrap for them. <laughs> yeah, it's a war movie though, right? I mean, this could be still sequel. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, this starts with like it start. There's no scrawl on this movie. Which that that's really? and I'm there's happy no about scroll? that. No, I mean, no, no. Why, why are you happy about that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, the yeah. scrawl is only. I'm for happy the saga about movies. that because yeah. I, 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 yeah, because it's only for the saga movies. I think that it should be only for the saga movies. We're not going to need an opening crawl to figure out where this is. Like, go on the internet, figure out where the movie places. You don't need the opening crawl. Like that is, that is something that is is sacred to the original saga movies. All yeah. six of them. They need that opening crawl. Outside this is of a that, Star Wars story. Yes, it's not part of the saga. It's a Star Wars story. Let the yeah. let the crawl be a part of the original saga. Let these 
be their own thing without too much help from the original series. Like, obviously, we're going to get the Darth Vader, but let these be their own thing. Let them grow on their own. Is there a prelude comic or something that we should look up online to get us ready? Because usually we have. Yeah, there's the book. That's the book that I was talking about earlier. That's the book. But those things never give out any big Spoilers, because they don't want to ruin any of the movie for you. Well, I don't need a yeah, spoiler, but give me give any spoilers. backstory <laughs> so I know what I'm, who I'm dealing with. What the hell are y'all doing what you're doing for, you know? For the people that are not fully engulfed in the universe yet, you know? Yeah, yeah, Honestly, yeah. dude, like, I, I, if you really wanted to you get into it after, like, just go in okay. blind, man. Go yeah. in and yeah. just enjoy hey, it. I'm all about it. If it doesn't sell you by the cinematic version, you're not going to give a shit about the novelization. That's yeah. the, you know, or, or, or the prequel novelization. You know what I mean? I'm like, excited. Hey, I'll tell you though, care. Darth Plagueis, the novel Darth Plagueis made Phantom Menace a better movie. Really? Because the last, the last half of Darth Plagueis novel takes place at the same time as Phantom Menace. Okay, and you and oh, you okay. see everything that's happening during Phantom Menace that's not in the movie, and really? it actually oh yeah, it adds a lot of interest to things. It actually makes a lot of things make more sense because you know there are political things to it. But also, Darth Maul's entire life is in Darth Plagueis, so it's you know these novels for doing that. I love the connections. Do you remember Episode Three? When uh, the very beginning, when they're having their space battle, and uh, General Grievous is on his ship and he's all hacking and coughing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they never explained why that was happening, did they? No. But they tied into that into the cartoon, right? The, the very War cartoon. The very, very last episode of that Tartakovsky cartoon that I'm talking about by mm-hmm. the Samurai Jack guy. Yeah. The very last scene is a battle between Mace Windu and General Grievous. Mace Windu uses the force to crush his chest because Mm -hmm. Grievous gets away and then jumps onto his ship ship. as it's flying away. Windu spins around, does a force thing with his hand, and crushes Mm -hmm. Windu's chest. And Windu's all like, and that's why the very next scene we see in the actual movie he's walking onto the ship choking and being like ah, ah, ah. that shit's no the best shit. man i love when yeah it's literally directly connected to it you know right on right. Well, yeah but this is gonna be a war movie man this is gonna be i'm in for i'm in for a war movie i am i'm in for right movie. i'm just the bat, saying man. they're gonna have yeah. to do a really good job at making us love these characters otherwise like you know, I, I, I understand oh, the people that have already seen it. People are, oh, it's great, it's great, it's great. It's going to be great because it's Star Wars, and then you're going to hate it later. Like the prequels, they loved it right yeah. away. And then they were like, ah, that movie sucks. But, hey, I still this, love the prequels. I know you're a prequel <laughs> apologist. Yeah. I know, I know. But, <laughs> and, and I am too, okay? Like, I love three. I, I do. Yeah. I love three. Just because three was badass. You're yeah. damn right it was. <laughs> well... Have you, have, you, have you guys seen Dirty? And I like the pod race in one. I like the pod race. Darth Maul. I know. Darth, Darth Maul. Come on. Darth Maul. Darth Maul's badass. Yeah. Have you guys ever? Watched if you didn't have the Darth Maul like cup, what was that from? Like, where where did you get the giant cup? Taco from? Bell. Taco, Taco Bell. Bell. Yeah. yeah. Like, if you didn't have that, yeah. If you didn't have the cups, you weren't shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I own I own all those cups still, but they're at my parents' house in Missouri. I'm always like, I need those cups back, dude. I, the Jar Jar Binks I found in my dad's basement the last time I went and visited him. It's down there. It's all beat up and chewed up from like the dog and all that kind of shit over there. <laughs> you know beat up Jar Jar. If you guys ever watched Dirty Dozen, it's like an old uh, World War Two movie. No. Okay, yeah, I mean, so Dirty Dozen is about these dozen guys who are Green Berets, and the whole movie is on the suicide mission, and they slowly, in the movie, start to die off, and I think that's how this movie's going to be, is, is I think by the end of the movie, everyone's going to be either dead or only two people are going to survive. I they have to be dead. dead. Like, they're not in any other sequel, so what the hell else are you going to do yeah, with this sequel? Yeah, this, is, this isn't a hundred... That's they a great to be point, dead. man. That is a great point. This is a 100% expendable cast, really. Yeah. It really, really is. That is a great point. We don't talk well, about them except in one person. Point, so... There has to be at least one person who survives to get the message to Leia, right? Right. So I think at least one person. No, it could be a droid. It could be a droid. It doesn't have to be a person. And that droid, Alan Tudyk apparently steals this movie. Apparently that droid is fucking hilarious. Oh, uh, K2SO. Yeah, well, he's even the chair. He's sassy. He's like, like, I'm going to join you on this mission only because the captain ordered me to. (laughs) I just love that his last name is Tudyk. (laughs) <laughs> i mean it's I possible it's, that it's whoever gets the plans to leia could die after but i mean we don't hear about these people at all at any point after this movie so they have to die like what else are you gonna do every one of them could die every single die. one of them dude. everybody Even has Jin to die so Jen urso could die she's the I main want to see everybody dies yeah i think she's the only one who might some but here's the thing, though, too. It's it's the Rebel Alliance is a big group, you know. Just because like we didn't see these three characters in the in the tri- original trilogy doesn't mean these characters don't exist. It just means they're on a different ship doing other missions that we didn't see. Yeah, you know who true. I would really love to see show up in the cinematic universe, honestly, from the comics. Do you guys remember Afra from Darth Vader series? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. On, I yeah. want to see Afra show up. Yeah. I really do. Like, I fell in love with Afra. Like, I thought she was, she's just like, I'm helping Darth Vader. This is so badass right now. Like, I'm helping, like, the king badass Jedi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was just on for the ride. And there was just, there was, there was an innocence that was attractive. You know what I'm saying? Like, she was just, she was all about it. You know what I mean? Like, you you couldn't help but fall in love with that character. Like, I, sure. I really want to see that character show up on screen. Yeah. I you highly doubt cool. it will happen, but it would be cool. The very first Star Wars number one that Marvel, you know, when Marvel just took over and they put out Star Wars number oh, yeah, one, yeah, yeah. I thought it was brilliant because in the books, they have their little battle and then they're all celebrating on Endor, but then the war is like over. And then the New Republic kind of just instantly starts to build, right? They actually mm-hmm. treated it smarter in the comics where, you know, the Empire didn't just fall overnight, right? Like, sure, the Emperor died, but there were holdouts and this and that. So they're on Endor, and they're partying with the Ewoks, and then this one chick runs up to Han Solo, and she's like, they just found a holdout, you know, a bunch of Empires holding out on a moon that's hidden behind a base somewhere or some shit. We got to go get them, like, right now. So they leave straight from the Ewok party. They keep going and they go right back to war and they keep fighting like the remnants that are left of the empire. And the squadron is green squadron. 
because the chick comes running up and they're like, I've got Green Squadron ready to go. And the whole book is about Green Squadron. We have never even heard mention that there's a Green Squadron. There could be 20 different colored squadrons then in that case, right? Well, what about even the All new we've ever children? known is about red. What about even the new, uh, like the, the death troopers and stuff that are in this movie? Yeah. You know, there's been really no yeah. mention of them until now. Exactly. Well, they have to bring some new stuff. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. But that's sweet, though. They're like, they're like an elite unit of Stormtrooper. Yeah. And the best part like, is the retroizing the people, though. Like, even the rebels, they've all got like 70s haircuts and mustaches. Oh, and they dude. all look like fucking <laughs> right, right. Antilles. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. They nailed Mon Mothra. When that opening scene, you see Mon Mothra there, it's like, shit, am I watching yeah. the original movie? Well, you know who she is. Did you ever see the deleted scenes for episode three? No. There's there's a scene. There's a deleted scene from episode three of them forming the Rebel Alliance. And they're in a room, and it's Padme, uh, Bail Organa, uh, Mon Mothma, and then, like, two other people. And it's the very first time that they're like, we need to rebel. And yeah. the and the actress who's in Rogue One playing Mon Mothma is the one who played her in Episode Three. It nice. just the scene the scene got cut, so it didn't make it into the movie. But nice. she is. But they used her back then because she was so perfect, and they brought her back to do this movie. No so shit. she's actually played the role, and it got deleted. Yeah, it's a great okay. scene. It's okay. a great scene of Padme actually going behind Anakin's back to start the rebellion. Wow. Yeah. Where it's was awesome. this deleted scene? It's from episode three. It's just on the extras. It's on episode DVDs. three. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's from episode three. I haven't, yeah. watched, I haven't watched the deleted scenes in years. Yeah. Mm. All right. So yeah, cool I think uh, I think the next important question is who has tickets for the premiere for Rogue One? So I'm seeing it. I don't understand you all. <laughs> <laughs> I've had tickets for a month. <laughs> What's going on in America that everybody pre-buys their tickets? Do you guys not have multiplexes with 20 screens playing the movie every two hours on the two hours? No, we, we do. We do, but it's... You want to be, you want to be still sell out. No, what it is, what it is, is we have an outstanding amount of something that you Canadians just don't have or seem to understand. <laughs> uh -oh. And that is greed. <laughs> Pure American <laughs> greed. But I mean, so, so like, like I, I work at a movie theater and I'm pretty sure our 7 p.m. showing is pretty much sold out. Like we're probably going to have an 8 p.m. showing and 9 p.m. showing at some point. You know what I mean? Right. So like, but like, it's just, it's just going to that 7 p.m. showing and beyond that you saw at 7 p.m. versus seeing at 8 p.m. Yeah, I guess so. But have you guys, do you guys do the marathons? Like the premiere, like it'll be running for 24 hours straight. I'm not, here. I'm not, I'm not doing that. No, 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 I'm not doing that. I've seen <laughs> no, no, all the movies. I own every one of them. I no, can no, do no, a no, marathon. Jimmy, Jimmy, that's not what I mean. <laughs> that's not what I mean. The what one do you mean? Movie, I'm sorry. The one movie itself will be continuously being shown in theater, several theaters, for 24 hours a day. Oh, just really? keep watching it? Yes. No, you can go. That. No. That's how we roll here. When Star oh, Wars comes shit. out, it's 24 hours. So, like, Well, I'm sure they're going to have that, but I, like, I'm not going to watch it for 24 hours. I don't think no, we've ever like, had when that. I worked, when I, I worked at the movie theaters when Phantom Menace came out, and it was funny because the first movie was at midnight, right? Like the very first showing when they were allowed to back then. So it was like Thursday at midnight. And people had been, it was the last of the great lineups. 
people had actually been yeah. lined up for three days. And I remember, because I worked there, they're like, you start at 12, we need you. And I was like, well, I quit. They're like, what do you mean? And I was like, well, I'm going to see Star Wars at 12. I'll gladly walk straight out of the theater and go to work, but right. I'm not missing the first showing. Like, I quit. Like, I don't need your stupid job. Yeah, no shit. Like, this is Star Wars. And they were like, you, yeah, they were like, are you serious? And I'm like, I'm dead fucking serious. And they're like, okay, well, you can go watch the movie and then come to work. And I was like, sounds good. So I went watching. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Thing is, we, that's when they used to do like announcements before the movie. You know, how someone come would come into the theater with a microphone and talk to you first. Yeah, I don't yeah, know if you yeah, guys yeah. ever had it. Yeah. yeah they so did. I was well, doing like that that night, or like for like independent movies, they do that here. But like, yeah. So by yeah. by six by six in the morning, people were the theaters were still packed all night long. And by six in the morning, I'm just toasted and I have no voice. And I'm just like, people are coming <laughs> in and I'm like, yeah, what's up kids. You're going to love this shit. It's so awesome. Like I didn't even care what I said to the crowd. Right. Right. Oh yeah. It was good times, man. So, so you were the guy with the mic that just kind of like went in front of the whole crowd and introduced yeah. star Wars. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. It was nice. fun, man. Yeah. yeah. It was good. Like, ladies and gentlemen, there's like there's lightsabers and shit. And well, that's how I was by five a.m. You know, like when I came out of the movie, and then I very and then I got to do it right away for the next movie. So I was like, I just watched it. It's amazing. You're all gonna love it. And then, like you know, five hours later, after doing that for five hours, I'm just like, I've been up for 24 hours, and my voice is gone, and I'm just like, yeah, man. Enjoy this shit, man. <laughs> like I've seen this, like. A bunch of times now, man. But you know what? What I used to do, what I used to do it for the next couple of weeks, I would time my breaks and when I had to go to the bathroom for when the duel, the Darth Maul Obi Wan duel at the end was coming. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, I was able to time it, so I would go watch it like, like eight times during a shift. Like, be like, okay, I gotta piss, and I'd run in and watch it in the one theater. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, that's the You're right there. Yeah. All right. Well, guys, it's honestly, it's been great talking Star Wars with you. Uh, we Fuck have that. I could do this shit all night. No shit. Like, we have, we have traveled down roads that, like, I don't even, we've, I've never even gone down or heard before. And it, it, it's been absolutely amazing. And I'm so glad that uh, I was able to get you, Jay, on, on onto this podcast. Thank um, you so much for having me, man. It's always dude, a pleasure. It was, honestly, it was, it was wars, a blast. Man. Uh, I think we should do this again, this exact yeah. format. Just now we, that we figured it out, it won't take an hour to connect. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can, uh, yeah, you know, and, and let's do this for the review show. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm looking this Sunday, dude. So if you guys are ready, let's let's do this again. And uh, yes. we're, we're going to give our review of of Star Wars Rogue or Rogue One, a Star Wars story. And, uh, <laughs> and I don't know, man. Like. I, I'm, I'm going in this completely optimistic, but at the same time, like I have the highest of highest expectations for Vader. That's all I'm saying. Like, I think that's, that's really all I'm bad. really going in for. You know, that one scene where she's walking with a limp down the, down like the walkway, she's got the gun and the tie yeah. interceptor comes up. I think Vader's in that ship. I think that's the finale scene, man. And I think something yeah. crazy is going to, some crazy's gonna happen at that moment. Dude, man. Oh, when you say you have high hopes for Vader, like what are you expecting? Like he's not gonna be just well, like, okay. Vader. Like no, we'll put it this Anakin. way, dude. Like 
I don't know if you read the Darth Vader comic, but in the very first issue of the Darth Vader comic, this son of a bitch straight up it blocks incoming fire by lifting a stormtrooper up by the force and using him as a body shield. Yes, I remember you told me that. Yes. Stops all of the blaster fire like a badass. That's what I'm talking about that I want yes. to see in this movie. I, I want to see that. someone that version of Vader. Yeah, as long as somebody dies via force choke, I'll be happy. Well, and that's one thing too <laughs> yeah. that we may see that here is we're going to see a Vader that's a little bit more of the what you saw in the prequels. That's one thing, a big thing that was a you know concentrated about the original trilogy and the prequels was the Jedi fighting style was a lot faster and more aggressive. In right. the prequels and what you saw in the original trilogy, so this right. is a good way to show how strong Vader actually is. Hell yeah, yeah. But I want to see more Vader, like Jimmy said, like badass. Like, hey, I need yeah. you to intercept this fire. Here you go, Norm, buddy. Norm, you know? listen, bro, listen, listen. When I when I see you next, I'm gonna bring. I've got the whole. I've got every issue of Vader, like straight up. I'm gonna bring you the first couple just to get you hooked enough to go buy the trade. Oh. You're gonna. It's yes. gonna blow your mind. All. It's so good. I got them all. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. pumped for this movie. This. Like, just the trailer itself made me think, like, this movie could be my favorite Star Wars movie. I don't know what it was, but I love the trailer for this movie. I've watched I'm more excited for guys. this than I was for Force Awakens. Yeah. Yeah, I am, because it's new. It's, it's new. It's new. Yeah. It's different. Well, it's, I, it's for me, it's the Jedi planet. That's what's really pulling me in, is there's going to be Jedi history. There's going to be lots of prequel stuff, and I cannot wait. I'm most excited for Episode Eight overall, because we finally get some Jedi action. We get some yeah, training, right. we get some lightsabers, mm-hmm. we get some fucking shit going on, you know? I'm down to see more of this tropical planet that we're going to see in uh, Rogue One, and uh, I want to find out how we get some timeshares up on that bitch. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm pumped. I, I bought my uh, Rogue One shirt on my way to the, the Thursday night showing today, and it's a at, at, with X-Wing flying by on that planet. It's oh, AT-AT, nice. AT, yeah. Will. It's AT-AT. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's an at-at. I think no, it's I an at-at. Okay. At so what, what, do you, what do you say? Is it for ATST? Is it an at-st? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I think Just they said the record in Rebels. So they said both that. in the movies. In the movies, right. both have been addressed as such. <laughs> I'm that. Hey, did you guys notice, though? Sorry. Hold on. Did you notice in the Homecoming, take another close look at the Spider-Man Homecoming International trailer. Okay. And his room is covered in Star Wars shit. I'm There's sure. Let's watch it again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Disney owns a boat. Yeah. Which makes Star it kind of weird that in Civil War, he was like, remember that old movie, Star Wars or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he says it kind of funny, like he doesn't know it well. But when you see his room and Homecoming, it's covered in Star Wars shit. Well, I, I, I think that was just him kind of being a little nervous. And not when to be like, hey guys, I'm actually this huge Star Wars geek and I just love Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Thanks so much for inviting me on your team, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Uh, so, before we get out of here, Jay, please uh, uh, pl- plug your show, plug your social media where people can find you. Uh, yeah, an elegant weapon, uh, an elegant weapon dot ca, and uh, on Twitter, AEW podcast. There's an elegant weapon page on Facebook and uh, yeah, check us out. We're also of course on the points of interest podcast network, POI podcast.com. Yeah. Right. And podcast Detroit. Late- <laughs> and podcast Detroit. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much for joining us. This has been our very first YouTube live 
uh, episode that we've ever done, episode 75. So thank you. Awesome, you wasn't it? I think it, went <laughs> it well. was. It was yeah. awesome. Uh, I'm so glad you guys were able to be a part of it with us. Uh, hopefully, we are definitely going to be doing more of these in the future. Uh, thank oh, you for yeah. tuning in. And until next week, ladies and gentlemen, that is the class. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I do behind the scenes. You guys don't always hear. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the Ninja Starship with Jimmy McKnight, your source for the best and weirdest highlights in pop culture, sports, entertainment, and America. Visit ninjastarpod.com to email the show. Ninja Starpod on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Available on iTunes, Podbean, Google Play, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcast listening app. If you listen on iTunes, make sure to click subscribe so you never miss an episode. And make sure to leave an iTunes review because we love hearing from you. Yes, all of you. This show is a proud member of the Podcast Detroit Network, the Points of Interest Podcast Network, the Wicked Radio Network, and the Tangent Bound Network. All episodes are sponsored by the Falling Down Beer Company. Source Point Press and TMNT Box. Go to ninjastarpod.com for more information on killer deals from our sponsors.